0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Nick's
1: life. It is a
0: hard Nick's life. A hard Nick's
2: life. Oh, it's a hard Nick's life. <laughs>
3: What up, Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry, motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Jay, come on,
2: bring it to us. Good day to you as well, Craig.
3: Hello! There we go. How was that? Was that good? (laughs) If you're listening to the show and you like us, leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you listen. Where can they call us, Barry? 516- 33
4: Mesh 1 that's 516 336 3741
3: and please subscribe to the one podcast that may tell great shit stories but none of them will ever match the greatest shit story of them all happening right now in Brooklyn right guys (laughs) what a shit show more on that later i'm not gonna steal your thunder but blandy okay. has been researching calling his sources right blandy all day I've been on long. the
2: phone with shams a lot today
3: do you have stuff that nobody else has for later um
2: yeah sure definitely
3: <laughs> but you will deliver it in a way no one else does
2: that's that's for sure definitely
3: how was your guys halloween's um Anything Well, my
2: kids are now old enough about? we didn't have to go with them so
1: what really yeah. that's exciting yeah.
2: so we just went to somebody's house and just hung out with the parents and uh, had alcohol and a hero
3: and wow and desserts and stuff and they just went out on their own i need that because i feel hung over from halloween my legs are sore is that like is that a sign of getting old that my legs are sore from trick-or-treating
2: i would say probably yes
3: barry how was yours it was fine. I worked most of the day. Uh You know?
4: And my, my kids were out trick-or-treating with their friends, you know, separate places. But, uh, yeah.
3: Dude, our, we went trick-or-treating with my kids, uh, with another family. And uh, I'm not feeling well. not feeling great today, so I sound nasally or if I have to blow my nose, forgive me. But uh, <laughs> we went trick-or-treating with another family and we had a couple weird things happen to us. oh One was the kids, you know the kids ring on the doorbell or not the door and nobody answers. So eventually you're like, all right, guys, let's go. Get out of there. We'll go to another house. So they wait there forever. And then we say, let's go. They leave the doorstep. And then after they leave, they're all back in the street. And this old guy comes out of the door. And he's like, can you come back? Come back. I didn't hear. took me a while. Can you guys come back? And we sent all the kids back. They ring the doorbell again. Because he, he like went inside after that. They were on the streets. So it took a little time to get back up there, up the steps.
2: What? They <laughs> so do the doorbell you go again. Why
4: did back inside?
3: Did you want to recreate the moment of him opening the door and seeing
2: the kids' I don't know. faces? Like, Maybe I he went to get the candy.
3: Oh, so so the kids ring the doorbell. He answers the door and he says, I'll be right back. He closes the door again. And oh, our, all of our kids, and there's some young kids, are standing on this doorstep. And there's like trees blocking. It's hard to see. And it's taking. They're staying there for like five minutes at least. He went back in the house, and we're like, "What is going on?" Maybe he died. Was he that old? <laughs> so five, ten minutes go by, and we're like, "All right, guys, let's let's fucking go." We're going to another. I don't know. Think we curse like that, but let's go, go to another house. And let's then he finally comes. Go. He finally comes out and says, "Let's fucking go." Finally, he comes out and says, "I couldn't find any candy. I was looking all over the garage." For some candy. Oh my god! <laughs> <The hell? laughs> I was what
4: suspicious that. that I th- <laughs> that's what was going on. The first on. time he opened so he the door, prepared? and he the first time he opened the door <laughs> oh. and yelled to you guys, "Please come back, come back!" Wouldn't you, you think he'd like be because otherwise he's never going to get rid
3: of his candy? No, and yeah. it, you know? he wanted us to come back, and then he started looking, scouring through his house looking for candy. That's, that's
4: absurd. That's absurd. But I do know in my neighborhood. I mean, most of the houses just leave it in a bowl outside now. That's like 90% of, of the that. houses here. Yeah. And it's just the honor system. It's easier, I guess. Then yeah, there was another we one. We do. I Last don't want people one. ringing my
3: bell. Last one, so our kids knock on this door. We see the lights on. We could see the TVs on. Because at this point, it was like 7 o'clock, and people started not answering their doors for whatever reason. So they, they ring this doorbell. They're not answering. So all of our kids start looking through their living room window. <laughs> They're on the porch, oh, no. and their the windows are open, and they're pink and then you could hear them yelling. They were like, "There's a lady in a robe. Hey, lady, we want <laughs> some candy." And they're like banging on the window. We're like, "What oh, the? F- what are you guys doing?" And they came back. They're like, "Yeah, she was in a robe with a shower cap on, watching TV." Like, I see you in lady. there. Give me my candy. <laughs> yeah, that's what was going on. It was embarrassing, but happy um. Halloween. You know, Do
2: you give out candy at the store,
3: Barry? Nobody comes into the store trick or treating. Uh. Does anybody come into the store on Halloween? I mean, some. It's not busy. Huh. Right. Huh. All right, guys. Basketball is back, and Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. You'll always find the basketball odds, the basketball odds. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online and as your continued source for all sports wagering info bet online features live betting free contests and giveaways all season long always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events whether that's NFL NBA the NHL MMA and, boxing or even, what even
4: hockey i mean even, <laughs> <golf>? even <laughs> hockey or even golf yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Head on over to betonline.ag and get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. And that is better than all the other betting sites. I just want to make that clear tonight. <laughs> okay? Because after last week. There is not one betting site that is better to use than betonline.ag. Okay? Great website. That's my number one source for all my betting needs, guys. That's where I go to first. All right. All right. I'm being made to say that right now.
5: All right, Blandy, play that first clip. Knicks versus Cavs, another tough one. We'll see how this goes. It's a dog fight. You're in the doghouse. <laughs> Next ahead by nine at the third quarter mark. Mm. Yay! Knicks lose.
3: It's a hard Knicks life. Mm, that is depressing, Ralph, right there, end Did you hear Janie Yay. <laughs> Guys, for a brief moment, I thought we were gonna fucking pull that win out. Cavs versus Knicks were three and three on the season through six games. The Cavs had three players with over 20 points and three players who were scorching from three. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, 38 points, 12 assists. Uh, the one that got away, I guess. We'll talk about that today. Uh, Kevin Love, twenty-nine points, eight boards. That's Dean crazy. fucking Wade. Dean Wade. Twenty-two points. He was six for eight from three. Love and Mitchell were eight for thirteen each. Each. That's 20, each
2: twenty threes from three guys. From three.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, think that there was you only can't, you un- can't win. Un- there was like that way. one or two threes from anyone other than those three guys. Um those three guys were 22 of 35 from three. <sighs> Barry. Craig. How did, how were you feeling at that, that loss? Like, we were up, okay? And it, it was took tough. this crazy, was, even as, as, this, yeah. I was going to say that it took this otherworldly shooting performance. from Not one, not two, but three guys to beat us by uh, 13 points in the end. Dude. Uh, as great as Donovan Mitchell was, as uh,
4: amazing they were shooting from three, you know the way this game carried out. You know we, we were down by five after the first quarter. You know in the second quarter we outscored them by two. The third quarter we outscored them by twelve. But then the fucking fourth quarter when they just keep hitting shot after shot and we can't I'm put the ball down. in the hoop, they they beat us twenty two by twenty two points in that fourth quarter alone. So you know it's a shame, but again at the end of the day. I circled that as an L on my calendar going into that game and looking at the schedule. So again, here we sit, 3 and 3. We keep saying it, 500 team. They're losing to teams they're expected to. Now, they they have a good chance of winning against Atlanta, so we'll see you know what happens Wednesday night, but you know, again, there is a lot to be unhappy about with the way that the Knicks looked and you hope to start seeing some of those things turn around.
3: Now, we were very much in that game, right? We even said we had, I think it was a nine-point lead. Was that the highest? Or ele- what was it? Nine, 11?
2: Well, it was nine. Somewhere in that third. range. Going into the fourth, it was nine.
3: But not one of our players had an outstanding game, right? No mm-hmm. players. The highest scoring Nick was, had 16 points. I just said their three Cavs were just absolutely on fire. Uh, leading scores in that game were Brunson and Fournier It was 16. Randall and RJ each had 15. We shot... Okay, from three, but we only took 16 of them. We were eight for 16 from three. I'm sorry, 10 I'm reading. That. Those were the free throws, the free throw percentage. Eight for 16 from the free throw line, which was tough, which we're going to get a call about that later. We were 10 of 27 from me, 37%, which is not bad. Um, okay. so after Kevin, that Love loss,
2: himself, Kevin Love himself almost hit as many threes as, as we did as a team. Uh,
3: Mitchell. So did Mitchell. Mitchell yeah. yeah, they each of them. Almost had as many as we did for, as a team. Um, so yeah, like you said, we're three and three after three games. Did that loss um, and the current Knicks record? Are you feeling like the Knicks are better than how we looked in that game, or worse than how we looked? How in we game? looked in
4: because the Cleveland that, game? Yes. I mean, I would say
3: I think we're better than that. Because we were right there with them, right? And and what about for the season? Are we better or worse than three and three? I know you're going to say we're this. that's what we are, right?
2: I mean, isn't that yeah, what we For said now, at the that's what I have the to say? say.
3: What what have I seen that's going to change my mind? I, I don't think. know. Just that it took that kind of effort, that kind of game from what many people call one of the best teams in the East. Right? They didn't have Garland. Fair. But they really, it wasn't a blowout, and it took that kind of shooting performance for them to, for Cleveland to beat lowly us. They blew us and, out in the fourth quarter, though, Craig. And, and I mean,
4: that's when these games matter. They mm-hmm. blew us out in the fourth quarter.
3: And that's, and that's we blew when them you got up. Did we, didn't we? We blew them out in the third, but they really blew us out in the fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. outscored them by 12 co- in the third. It wasn't
2: a competition at all in the fourth quarter.
3: Do you, do, you, do you guys need more from Mitchell Robinson right now? Yes. Yeah,
2: I was going to bring that up. I mean, he got into foul trouble like he used to. I, mean, he, I think right now, isn't Hartenstein averaging more minutes a game than than Mitch's? He might be. His numbers are definitely better. That's for sure.
3: He might be. It seems like night in and night out, he is getting more minutes. In the game against Cleveland, he had 27, Hartenstein. Robinson at 21. I'll be honest, Hartenstein is a much more effective player when he's out there. You know, he's getting more rebounds. He's got a touch inside. He doesn't seem to miss from from the key. He's got that little teardrop kind of thing. Yeah, and he's not ending up in foul trouble like Mitch every game seemingly lately. You know, he had five fouls against Cleveland. He seems to be struggling after he got off to a really good start. Do you think the pressure is getting him to – getting him Barry he, he was playing well up until the Bucks game and then he sort of was calling out, you know, he wanted to take on Giannis. Since then, it's been a tough go for him. Yeah, for Mitch, it has.
4: Uh, 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 I mean, I think I'll turn it around. Again, a lot of it is – I mean, really all of it has been attributed to foul trouble. You know, he's just got to come off the court real quick. He can't get into a groove. But it was great, yeah, because at, at the beginning the first couple of games, everybody on the team was finding him, you know? Um, and he was doing what he said he set out to do this year. So we'll see. But again, I mean, the way Hartenstein has been playing, I think. Ooh, Hartenstein, you know, you're right into that. <laughs> yeah, right into that, man.
3: You got you know, I mean, to respect that. Is Mitchell Robinson a good rebounder? Is he a good rebounder? Of course he is. Of course he's a he is. Great offensive or is he rebounder? only a good offensive rebounder. Oh, why doesn't he pull down defensive boards with the same ability? He had one defensive rebound against Cleveland. I know they weren't missing much. But yeah, no, there there in, have been other general, games like that too. He yeah, he's got like six, seven offensive rebounds, like one or two. Right.
2: And it's not. Normal it's rebounds. not because he's leaking out to you know like you know, lead the break or anything like that. So why, if, I mean, if he's sitting there under the basket, why is he not pulling everything down? I,
3: I want to keep an eye randomly. on that the next game. I don't know. You would think he would be getting 10 boards a game, especially if he's getting six or seven offensive rebounds. It's really, really unusual.
1: I, yeah, don't I mean, think you have other there.
4: Knicks. You also have other Knicks that are, you know, playing closer to the basket on defense than they are in offense so I mean there's you know more of a probability that one of the other Nick players are going to get the rebound there as well because it's not like the Knicks are doing poorly as a team defensive rebound of the ball it's just he's you know the only Nick that's under there on the offensive side while there's others on the defensive side
3: it could be as simple as that and how are you feeling who would you say is um who's another player Barry that's struggling of late RJ RJ continues RJ to struggle. Oh,
2: he had a good you
4: know, game he, against he Cleveland. He started off the game, right? He hit his first couple of threes. I was very happy to see that, but I uh, I'm still not I'm still not feeling it from him. I I want him in a groove. I want him to have, you know, a big game, which we have yet to have seen of him. But again, I mean, in the past he started his seasons like this, and then all of a sudden, you know, we start tracking up, you know, these more consistent, better quality games. So hopefully
3: that's that's coming. I'm hopeful that this little break, because I think you know they they were playing a lot of games, but now they've got it's like three days between games, right? Maybe right, they right, which is like can all rest up eternity. and reset a little bit, <laughs> you know? Because these games, like we've said, have been tough. I want to talk about one thing that came up. Um, after the Knicks lost against Cleveland, you're hearing a lot of fans on Twitter questioning, like. Do we don't have that guy right? Like Donovan, Leon in the front office, they fucked up once again. They should have gotten him. We don't have that guy. I've I've often questioned not just do we have that superstar, but we have like we don't have like an alpha type guy on this team, right? We've got guys that like it came out today that in their free time build legos okay <laughs> which which is a hobby whoa, whoa, whoa. for for losers whoa, okay oh,
2: whoa, hold on hold, for losers and
3: little that. little kids i don't
2: i don't okay, like and where it, this is headed
3: our alpha on the team is building millennium M- what is it millennium, it's the millennium falcon. falcon millennium falcon lego which is how many i pieces? think it's Millennium. Uh, no, I think it's Millennial it's Falcon. Millennial. I was going to say Millennial. Right, right, Craig? I think yeah. it's the He's Millennial not, Jay, Falcon. Take the L on this one, Jay.
4: Take many, the L h- L on this how one.
3: many pieces are in that Lego? It's
2: about 7,500. Up until recently, a year or so ago, it was oh. the largest Lego set
3: ever produced. <laughs> and how many hours would you say it takes to put that together?
2: Um, well, I, I've i done it. Um, it's, it's, oh, really? Yeah, you I have. have it. It's a $799 uh, Lego. <laughs> and... Uh, Yeah, I think from start to finish, if you were to just do it all the way straight through, it's a little over 24 hours.
3: Fuck. Barry, do you want your guy, the leader of this team, the guy that's going to go head-to-head against some of the baddest dudes in the NBA, to be a guy that in his free time is putting together little tiny pieces of Legos
4: I want Uh, him shooting pool and banging whores, Craig. That's what (laughs) I want him doing in his free time.
2: Listen, it shows that he's got patience, that he knows what he's doing with his hands. He's nimble. I I think it's a great sign that Jalen Brunson (laughs) is building Legos, especially that he's building Star Wars Legos.
3: Maybe the greatest moment of Blandy's life happens tonight when Jalen Brunson liked Mm. his lego tweet no
2: that's not the great no sorry no is it one point in time i got mark hamill no mark yeah well mark hamill once liked one of my tweets so it comes
4: back to star wars
2: that supersedes jalen brunson that's like that's like the pinnacle
3: for me all right so
4: in all in all seriousness though (laughs) though let me get through this one in all seriousness though um I think it is good that that he's doing like us. I, I, you know, I, I made a, a joke about banging whores, but yeah, do you want your guy at the strip club, you know, till three o'clock in the morning, playing around? No, this is probably the best thing. For right. him. and again, I'm just going to keep. Would his you head rather straight. your
3: point guard be watching anti-Semitic movies
2: <laughs> or, building, or Legos. building Legos? See, there you go. Well, you just got to look at it in in context, <laughs> and you know, compare it to some other people.
3: Right. <laughs> All right, guys, it's voicemail time. You want to listen to some voicemails? Let's, We're gonna—they're gonna, they're gonna get it. into to, to this game as well. Before we do that, let's talk about Bet Stamp Barry. Yeah, Bet qu- Stamp Barry likes to call it the gas station of betting apps. Is that accurate? Um, no, no. I don't think so at all. Don't <laughs> Why don't know. you tell? That analogy that you tell so well then. <laughs> of course. All right. So
4: but what's BetStamp is going to do for you, it is going to shop the lines for you and put it right in front of your face who has the best odds for your bet. So as if you need gas for your car and you pull up to a red light, you got a gas station on all four corners right. and you look that's to see is. which gas station is the cheapest Landy. price, that's where you're going to go. Okay. i <laughs> supposed to be for nothing. Okay. Okay. Oh, jackpot there you go uh anyway this wednesday night we got 11 games in the association so there's a lot to choose from you might want to look oh by by the way i'm not betting this game but uh the knicks are favored by two points if you're wondering against atlanta um detroit pistons are playing the bucks again this is uh the last game
3: home against atlanta
4: Yes. yes, we're at home okay. against Atlanta. Surprise, uh, but favorite, there's going to so. be a rematch of the Bucs and Pistons, and the Pistons actually beat the Bucks by two. So you may think, okay, the Bucks are going to kick their ass this time for revenge, or maybe you think the Pistons are going to do it again. And no. if you did make that bet, and you took the Pistons to win straight up, you would find on bet stamp that BetMGM is plus 425, while DraftKings, you get plus 480 for the same exact bet. So this difference. tells you exactly where to go. Um, and there's, there's no harm in downloading other sports books. They're all free. You just put your money into the one that you want to make th- the bet that night and you're golden. This app will also educate you, um, with Betstamp. They have other bettors that you can see their history and their progress, and you can choose to follow one of them. Um, some guys even sell their bets cause they're that good, but just to show you the type of app that Betstamp is, they don't take any money or any royalties for those guys selling their bets, which other apps do. So commission-free marketplace and uh, definitely the best way to to make I, your bets. I use, Bet Stamp. To, Bet Stamp. I use it tonight. Betstamp.
2: I use it tonight for And use promo the code Hardnick.
4: I'm sorry, Jay. Use promo code Hardnick's Life um, when you sign up for that app. Let them know where you where you heard of them. And then you could also reach out to Craig myself or Blandy, and we could set you guys up with a free session that is well worth it with the guys at Betstamp. Mm.
3: Well worth it. Wink, wink. Just trust us. Can't say, right Barry? That's right. Call us to find out. Can't say, but if you do it, you'll be eating a little better that week. All right, Blandy. Okay. <laughs> play, uh, play the first one.
6: Hi guys, it's David from Scotland here. Sorry, i calling an elevator, but something went wrong before. <laughs> um, first chance I've had to call you guys this scene. Just wanna give you some of my thoughts of What's coming and how we're playing so far. It's Sunday morning UK time, just catching up with the latest episode of the show and looking forward to uh, the Cavs game tonight. I think first and foremost we've made a, a really positive start. I agree with everything that you guys are saying and that we've only really beaten teams that we're supposed to beat. But I think the positive is that um last year with the we perhaps would have lost those games. So that's a, a development and a positive a positive one. I also think that the close game against the Hornets is exactly the type of game which didn't have anyone to take control of the game, and, and Brunson came through for, for us. So, signs are really good. I um, also, maybe food for thought, but if you think back to this time last year, we just came off the, the first playoff appearance in a wee while. We were all super hyped for the season ahead. We thought that we finally got the point guard we were looking forward to, and Kemba Walker. And we maybe all got a wee bit ahead of ourselves in predicting how successful the next season's going to be. And it ended up just being a... Blaine, he pause for a second. For
3: but Are you taking notes? Are you following? It I'm getting... Is. I'm I heard Kemba Walker, Craig. Barry literally had to take off... No disrespect I, to Scotland I, or David. No. Barry literally took his headphones off in the middle. There was no point in me listening. I couldn't understand a fucking word. <laughs> he was talking... But I just want to make sure that, A, we haven't lost anybody... B that at least one of the three of us is going to be able to respond to this.
2: I've I've well You're he hasn't following? asked a question yet, but I mean he he did talk about Brunson and the Hornets game, and that's the kind of game where last year we didn't have anybody to take over at the end, okay. and Brunson right. did that here, uh, acknowledging that we are beating the teams that
3: we're supposed to beat. What's the difference between David and Derek, from Scotland? Does Derek speak much slower for us? Is that what it is? It could be. Derek
4: pronunciates better. So even though the accent is thick, it gives me a little bit of a better chance
3: to know what they' hell he's saying. Hmm. All right, Blandy, continue. I just want to... I just. I think we all needed a break there in the middle. <laughs>
6: I'm hopeful. I'm thinking that actually in Brunson, we now do have that guy in there. And I'm um, I'm quite confident that we're going to end up a season over 500 and we'll get to the playoffs. I'm already lost. Um, and then just an thought
2: on RJ. <laughs> oh, and I'll... He... He's he's confident by the end of the year that they will end up above five hundred and in the playoffs.
3: Okay, keep this going. Just okay. please translate every line. Again, thinking back to last season,
6: <laughs> memory is certainly right. He had a very slow start to the season. What? Uh, he was missing a lot of freeze. Who? And yet he comes good because we know he's work ethic. We know how professional he's Catholic? He is Catholic.
3: It's, and, <laughs> it's well, work ethic. Work
2: ethic. Oh. Work <laughs> ethic, not Catholic. <laughs> this is Who's <laughs> work ethic? Um, well whoever it was was missing a lot of threes <laughs> at the beginning of the year I missed who, the, who it was
6: okay. All right. he's getting a lot of criticism just now and of course it's worrying we want to see him developing year on year I'm who? What? hopeful what? I'm pretty confident that this is just a cool start <laughs> and the time he's you know, a few more weeks in the gym we'll, we'll see him progressing beyond again and, and taking taking week Bad. forward he's anyway about thanks guys uh, great show as always and it's a hard next life
3: I understood better. the end yeah I got that
2: Barrett's been struggling. You know, it's happened before, and he thinks in the next couple of weeks he should be, you know, back to to making progress like we expected him to.
3: Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, David. I hope you understand us more than we understand you. <laughs> thanks for calling. Don't, I mean, is that, you think he's not going to call again because of that? No. No, he should. Call he again, should, just definitely. slow down a little bit. I think we just have to get used to, to David's voice. Yeah, it took a while to get used to Because we're used to, Derek. to Derek's I have to get used to David saying things like hot start. Hot start. For oh, hot start. Is that a hot start, kinda? Yeah. Hot start. Alright, Blaney. Uh It's Dr.
5: Dicky up in this bitch.
2: Let's, mm, fucking, let's
5: go. fucking? go. I wonder how those cookies are doing. Dr. Dicky here. Post Cavalier game. What the fuck was that fourth quarter? I mean, we had such a dominant third quarter. What, what happened? I mean, you know, we started uh the fourth quarter with our bench, and they just were not vibing that well. Uh But we were still in the game, you know. And then all of a sudden, Cleveland just starts hitting threes. I think they were eight for 13 from three-point shot in the fourth alone. Like, where the fuck is our perimeter defense? Holy shit. I think the last three and a half minutes, we just totally gave up. You know, we were down 11-plus at that point, and, and the team, I felt like they just gave up. Like, they could have made a comeback. You know, but, I mean, hell, Fournier and Randall in the last minute had four free, free throws, and Fournier hit one of his. One for four on free throw shooting And you know, the last minute. Yes, I get it, but... You know, I don't care. At this point, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. We have no perimeter defense. I said it before. I think y'all didn't play that voicemail where I said it at the the uh, season opener game. But, shit. It's ridiculous. We had Kevin Love out here hitting eight three-pointers. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell hit eight three-pointers. Wade hit three-pointers, uh, six three-pointers. Like, Why can we not guard the fucking three? It's not that hard.
3: That was where it ended. He he had enough. By the way, Kevin Love, that was his second highest point total in over 300 days.
2: Oh,
3: wow. 300 days or 300 games? 300 days. Oh, okay. In just under a year. That was, yeah, that was tough. And we only shot. 16 free throws, 8 for 16. Randall shot 10 of them. He was 5 for 10.
2: It's not why they lost the game, though. It was Even not if, not if you made all
3: of them, you don't not, even. You still don't come back. But yeah, they couldn't certainly not defend good. The 3.
0: It's not a good omen for when everything.
2: it is a close game. But I mean, they did not lose the game because of that.
3: No. Jalen's been struggling the past few games. You know, ever since his like 27-13 game. He's looked a little off. I wonder how much of that start to the season was just like adrenaline, you know, and excitement. It's weird because like all you, the biggest like positive thing you heard about Chandler was consistency and how he brings it every night. is the same guy every night. And I feel like he hasn't been the same guy for the past couple of games, only six games in. Barry, have you noticed that?
4: Yeah, but again, you know, got to, Give him the benefit of the doubt. Six games in with a brand new team, you know, the whole thing. So um, I'm not worried about it. Um, He's still – I think he's still going to bring the same effort and all that, you know, for all the games. And, you know, we'll see. It's a long season.
3: You know, we all have our off nights, like Barry tonight. Right, Blandy?
2: Yeah, Barry. (laughs) Just feeling a little – started off the night shaky.
3: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We're trying to get him back. Uh, Blandy, we got Brandon back. Yes, we do.
0: Oh, my God. is Brandon. I just finished <laughs> the game. Oh, dude. Our, just like Clyde says, man, our defense is Swiss cheese, bro. Oh, my God. How frustrating is it to have Kevin Love pretty much have a career night on us when it comes to dropping threes? We have to to close off the three. I know it's tough. It's a different assignment for Robinson, but he's got to be able to close out a three, man. I, like, I don't know if he's mixed up in the middle or is he coming out? Either way, Kevin Love lit us up. All right? Mitchell lit us up. 38 points. That's, wow. <laughs> Couldn't keep him off the free throw line, getting all the calls. Um, what else did I see? I heart Mitchell needs to be careful, man, because the way I heart's playing, he might take his minutes. He might become starter. I like how he plays. He's very, um, his IQ is a lot more than what Mitchell can throw, man. He's got that little floater right there underneath the basket that he has. He can pass. Um, I don't know, man. I like I heart. I hope he stays with us for a little bit, but, um, as far as, you know, picking up the defense and, you know, spacing. That yeah. Anyways, it was a tough loss tonight. It just started getting ridiculous. I just finished. That's my take. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think.
3: Do you guys know who our best three-point shooter is this season? Now, is
5: it Obi
2: Toppin?
3: Yes. I just wanted to get you to get that drop-in plan.
2: Oh, you just wanted me to... Obi...
3: He's... Obi Toppin! He is, uh, what is he on the season? He's nine for 18 from three, Obi. Mm. He's averaging fifth. I think he's averaging like fifth, 14.3 minutes a game or something <laughs> right now, which is, I'm sorry, 15.5 minutes a game this year. You know what he averaged last season?
2: 11, 17, something?
3: 17 minutes a game. Oh, really? He's down? He's down. Oof. Start the season. And he is. On fire from three, Craig. What's Derek yeah. Rose shooting from three? Is he shooting higher than fifty percent? Yeah, because I just looked up the stats. Isn't he wasn't he? listed there. Well, what are you talking I'm about? Find <laughs> what? <laughs> what's Derek Rose shooting? Eight for Barry. fourteen. Eight for fourteen. Why doesn't he come up as the as the second guy then?
4: I don't know where, what cock and site you're looking at.
3: No, he's shooting forty seven percent. Who? I'm on ESPN.com, Derek Rose. Oh, do I not have his first game?
4: Oh, yeah, I don't, don't have nice. his first game on there.
3: Look at Barry I'm wasting everyone's.
4: Head, I told you games. he was off. Over the last Randy. five games, he's shooting fifty four percent. That's what I meant to say. Over the last five <laughs> games.
3: But he is he is the third. He's the second best three point shooting player on the team. And he averages like six minutes a game. I didn't even look yeah. that up, but that's my estimate. I know. All right, Blady. Uh Oh, well one thing we should talk about, how good was Cam Reddish against the Cavs? Whew. <laughs> Just quality <laughs> oh. shots, quality shots. I want him off the team, Craig. <laughs> Do you after that?
4: Already? It's come to that. What you the what? fuck was it's, he doing, Blandy? There was a point where Thibodeau put him back in the bench and he, he's like sulking. He's like putting his hands up. I don't know if he was looking at Tibbs or if he was just looking at the other teammates or he was, you know, upset about a call before he came out. But I don't know. He's, besides being um, selfish, as we've discussed, he's also uh, just the only one with that negative energy, I feel. I don't like it.
3: Barry I don't like calls it him Cam, don't dish. Yeah, Cam. Cam don't, don't dish. dish. If he if you pass him the ball, maybe this is why IQ didn't want to pass to It's like a black hole. He never gives it up. And he forced up like two or three terrible shots. Not not even shots. I don't even know what the fuck they were. <laughs> like just chucking the ball up from his from his ankles with his not even looking at the basket. Guys, how he averages more minutes a game than Obi Toppin. Well, he's also I understand where that's a weaker position for us, but still. I I don't care. Obi's playing well. Per 36 numbers are like dominant. Fifty percent from three, and Cam is out here getting three more minutes a game, averaging nineteen minutes a game, doing what he did against the Cavs, it's embarrassing. Yeah. I don't like it. It's terrible.
2: Um Real quick, I I looked up the three point um numbers if you're interested. Defensive three point percentage. Um we're currently number six in the league. Thirty-three point two percent is what we're giving up every game. But the last three games it's been thirty-eight point nine percent.
3: Okay. So
2: but I'm sure a lot of that was probably just the game against the Cavs.
4: Oh yeah.
3: What do we have left? Josepe. Yes, Jotapé, which we are all still trying to figure out who Jotapé really is. Is that really the name of a person, Barry? Well, isn't
4: Jotapé is Spanish for JP? So is, is the name JP?
3: No, it's I Hotape. imagine
4: the name is JP. But why wouldn't he say JP, a.k.a. Jotapé, a.k.a.
3: Maybe know? because it's actually just Jotapé. It's possible. It's possible, it's possible. to pay. I don't think so. Big fan of the Ho to Pay voicemails. Okay,
2: well, here we go.
0: What is up, boys? It is Ho to Pay again, aka Wally's sock puppet, aka
7: Stark's dunk, aka nah, whatever. Uh, hey, calling after the Cleveland game. Uh, look. Not too worried
0: about them losing to Milwaukee.
7: That was pretty expected. But, uh, you know, this, this game was, should have been a test of what these guys, uh, really have. And it's just not enough. I mean, they look so fucking good in the third quarter. But, uh, Jesus, that barrage of threes from Cleveland. I don't know. Anybody could have fucking overcome that. But, uh, look, in spite of the loss, uh, I see some things I liked. You know, we're clearly playing at a faster pace than last year. And when we do, it's fucking working, like it was in the in that third period, that third quarter. Um, I was initially annoyed that Hartenstein was getting as much time as Mitch. But, man, his mid-range floater is fucking sweet, and it really gives us another weapon in the paint. Um, so I'm feeling better about that. Fournier, you know, making some better moves to the hoop and was definitely playing some better D. And, and Randall is, you know... Like, unlike last year when he'd drive into the fucking paint and it was so obvious he was just gonna hog the ball and go to the rim. Now you're like never quite sure. Is he gonna is he gonna fucking take it all the way or is he gonna drop it off? Um, and I think it's keeping the defenders guessing and that's fucking good. So anyway, that's some good stuff. You know, next up the Hawks. Another test of whether we can hang with the the uh top teams in the East or if we're gonna get relegated to the middle of the pack. Uh, question for you guys, how many free throws should Fucking Tibbs make these guys practice on Monday. You know, what do you think? 100 each? 200? Anyway, fuck Donovan Mitchell. It's a hard Nick's life. Hope to pay out.
3: Maybe
2: that is right. his Fuck
7: name. Donovan. I mean...
3: Hope to pay out, yeah. You know what Julius is shooting from three this year? Because we've all talked about how much we like how Julius has been playing this year. But it's mostly about his attitude, right? Yeah. Right. Has he been playing that well on the court? In your opinion? Yeah.
4: No, well, no. I mean, the three-point shot hasn't been efficient, but I really haven't had a problem with any of the ones that he's taken. Right, they're just not dropping. Yeah, twenty-four percent for Randy. Yikes! Sort of feels like
2: that's that's pretty shitty.
4: Again, it's a few games. It's you know over the course of a few games, that could change. All
3: right, Landy. I mean, every week. This is the Brooklyn Nets news with Landerson Hooper. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Landy says he's keeping it all to Brooklyn because of everything that came out recently. This is a special report. Yeah, this is like a special episode of the news. Do you? For the the team that owns this city. Do you hear Uh, that? The coolest team in New York. (laughs) Yeah, the coolest team.
2: I I think that's the dumpster. Yes, the dumpster just well, it didn't just go on fire, but it's still it's still on fire.
3: No, yeah, it's not on fire.
2: It is, it's it's on fire.
3: Wow, are you all right? It's um, yeah, I'm good. Powerful. I'm good.
2: I just you know what? I'd like to before I get into the news here. Um, I just want to take everybody back really quickly. Uh, just wow, he really did work on this. Oh yeah, back in time, about three years or so. <laughs>
4: this is his Emmy nomination, Craig. Oh
3: my goodness! Clip this off for the Emmy nomination, Barry. Make sure you, everybody, write down this time because in like two days, to be like, "Where? Wh- I can't find my news segment. Where is it?"
2: <laughs> um. The day was June thirtieth of two thousand and nineteen.
3: Mm, it remember.
2: was um, the day of the beginning of the free agency period in the NBA, and there was a lot of there was a lot of energy amongst us Knicks fans. You know, KD was coming; he was bringing Kyrie with him, and it was going to be a new era of Knicks basketball. And then somehow it wasn't, and we were all so sad when Kyrie and KD went to Brooklyn.
3: And I think. I don't know if that's entirely accurate. Well, but. I mean, it's I mean, close. We were a little disappointed I, that KD I think wasn't that
2: June 30th, 2019 should now be one of the happiest days uh, in recent Knicks history. A day that we could all thank God that neither of those two fucks chose us because we would be an even bigger dumpster fire than they are at this moment if they had come here. And is I it think fair there's... to
3: label KD as one of the two fucks?
2: Yes, right I think so. It is? No, but he's
3: played
4: no, and he's performed well. He's yeah, focused he on tearing apart he also demanded the <laughs> a certain
2: coach, then demanded a trade, then said, all, all right, I'll come back, but only if you fire the coach I won in the first place and the GM, and then came back. And this was all before even starting the extension that he just signed last year. So there's some fuck- fuckery going on there too. Well, let's talk about Kyrie. You know how much I love Kyrie. Love Kyrie. A big Kyrie <laughs> guy. Um, I mean, at this point, we all know the, uh, the story. It started on Thursday of last week when he tweeted out a link on his um, Instagram and Twitter page to a movie that he found on Amazon called Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. Apparently, he found out that his name in Hebrew meant Yahweh. I think. And so he went Googling that on Amazon, found this movie four hours or so that he claims he watched the whole thing of. I doubt very much that he did. It's based on a 2015 book of the same name and it is just filled with anti-Semitic uh, tropes an anti-Semitic language. Uh, you know, obviously coming on the heels of everything that's going on with Kanye. It came to everybody's attention on Friday Joe Tsai put out a statement. The Brooklyn Nets put out a statement. Would you like me to read either of those statements or are you not interested?
3: Fine. Okay. By the time you ask a question, you can just read it. I'll give you the
2: the side one. It says, I'm disappointed Kyrie appears to support a film based on a book full of anti-Semitic disinformation. I want to sit down and make sure he understands this is hurtful to all of us and as a man of faith, it's wrong to promote hate based on race, ethnicity, or religion. This is bigger than basketball. So that's Friday. Both and you think they sat Nets. down
3: and talked? Oh, it must
4: have been a hearty disciplinary action after that statement. Well, tell us.
2: then on Saturday, he tweeted out, Kyrie, this is, I am an omnist and I meant no disrespect to anyone's religious beliefs. The anti-Semitic label is being pushed to me is not justified and does not reflect reality or truth I live in every day. There was some more that that was in the afternoon on Saturday, but the real fireworks came Saturday night after the Nets embarrassingly got their asses kicked by the Indiana Pacers. Um, I've got some of those clips here if you are interested. Play the best Um, one. Play your favorite one. The best one? My favorite? Your favorite one. All right, I'll post this um, back and forth with, uh, I think it's Nick uh, Friedel. This is after people had asked, I think the whole press conference was about six minutes. This was about two minutes. I'll give you one because one whole minute of it was about Alex Jones so this is nick Friedel asking him about the movie
1: and to follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book can you please stop calling it a promotion what am i promoting put it out on your platform but i'm promoting it do you see me doing do you see like me in front of the, it out there, the people-
2: okay just real quick yes you're promoting it you stupid fuck
1: we're gonna say that you are yeah promoting- put it out there just like you put things out there right yeah, but I. Okay. I, it's not you put things out there for a living, right? Right, but my stuff great, is great. not so let's move on. filled let's with anti Semitic Let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing I'm that. you to thing. post. I what, can post whatever I want, so say what, that and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. But it's Nothing. not me. Nothing. By it's no, posting no people what that you're you making did, up, bro. Move on. But by posting. Move on. Next question. Any questions? Do you guys have any more questions? And they're going to say. You guys have any more questions? Because this is going to be a clip. This is going to be a clip that he's going to marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. Oh, There's another answering your question. Oh, my God. Let's make another Instagram <laughs> clip so we could be famous again. Next question. Kyrie basketball related.
2: Oh, he's such a douchebag. He really is. He is a douchebag. Yeah, I'm going to
3: tw- When you tweet about Legos, photos of Legos, are you promoting Legos? Yeah, pretty much. Are you promoting Legos? Yeah.
2: Like if you if you send out a tweet of just a picture of Mein Kampf or a link to Mein Kampf, aren't, aren't you promoting that? He's he's stuck on this word promote as if, you know, because he didn't say, hey, go watch this movie where they talk about how Jews are bad. That means he didn't promote it. He's just a fuck. This is a guy with like one semester of college who thinks that he's smarter than everybody else in the room. Yeah. For what such is? an
3: open-minded guy who is smarter than everyone else to just be stuck on one definition right. promote. of promoting. What, what is the
2: word promotion? Uh, this is 12 seconds. It's it's over a minute, or but this is him saying... I've got a lot of influence over people. And then I, I don't, why do you guys think that I have influence over people?
1: But I'm in a unique position to have a level of influence on my community and-
2: Okay, so there wow.
1: And I'm no different than the next human being, so don't treat me any different. You guys come in here and make up this powerful influence I have. <laughs> Dude. Okay.
2: Um, yeah, so as of yesterday, he took it down. The NBA has not taken any action. Uh, the Nets have not taken any action. The Players Association actually put out a statement today, which is comical when you think about it, uh, because he is one of the executive vice presidents of the uh, Players Association. They did not name him uh, at all. But uh, did you guys catch when he just the the end of where the Alex Jones conversation, where he just said, "I just and I just exist." Did you did you catch that part? Oh, I got to play it just because that's right up with the. I was
3: you. I asked Blanny to just play one clip. And here
1: I know, we are, but I can't. I'm later. sorry. That was the one post that everyone chose to, chose to see. It just goes back to the way our world is and works. I'm not here to complain about it. I just exist. I just exist. I
2: just exist. Uh, so what are they going to do? Are they going to find him? Are they going to hold him out? Is he going to apologize? He seems to have doubled down. And then on top of all that... <laughs>
3: I got to use that for, with my wife, I think.
2: Well, I just exist.
3: Yeah, I just it's exist. A, like, it's a classic fuck alone. line.
2: I just exist. All right. And then just when you think it can't get any worse, today they mutually agree to part ways with Steve Nash. Um, oh, Sean but Marks. it does
3: get worse after that. So, yeah, you fucking know What do you mean?
2: <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Um, they both felt it was time. He went into Sean Marks' office and said, it's just. It's not working. They're not listening to me. I'm not getting through. And so uh, he is appreciative of the chance that they gave him, but he's decided to walk away. And people are like, oh, wow. All right. Not that it was that surprising. But then on top of that, it appears as if it seems that possibly by the end of Wednesday that the new head coach of the Brooklyn Nets could be uh, could be Imei Adoka. Uh, the recently disgraced Uh, coach of the Boston Celtics, who was relieved of his position, suspended for his position for at least a year because of an improper relationship with uh, a staffer. Which means one of two things. Either one, if they do hire him, they didn't really do a deep dive into what happened with the Celtics. And number two, that they did do a deep dive, and it's taken days. And so Steve Nash has been the coach for days and days, and they've been reiterating their support while behind the scenes... Investigating whether or not it would be okay to bring Ime Adoka, uh
3: on board. Uh, like you think they're invest? They're not investigating him.
2: You would hope, with everything else going on, that they would. You would hope that any and team one
3: would. organization thinks they one organization doesn't want him anywhere near the team. Right. And but and the Nets, Nets, are, like, Nets bring are coming him on. up with a whole new yes belief about what happened. I read, no, uh, somebody was reporting today that Ime Udoka was also texting really inappropriate things to several. Mm. I don't know if it's real, to several female staffers on the Listen they, they So it wasn't just, just one for a full year. incident.
2: It's got to be more than him just having a relationship with a woman in the organization.
3: How this could Josai possibly than. want to do that? I don't, like, I don't know. The guy who talks about wanting to get away from... These like bad characters like Kyrie, even KD, I guess. And now he's gonna bring in another one. Just just add more.
2: It's just more of a circus. I mean, the team the, the team isn't playing well. You got people on the courtside seats with their you know fight anti semit anti semitism shirts. It is a dumpster fire over there. And this is a team who said that they would you know they ran New York or they were gonna run New York, take it over. It's a absolute joke
3: obviously I'm udoka used to it. be he used to be a coach there under nash right you saw that right yes so he was an so assistant gonna... coach under nash for the first season that nash is yeah, there I believe so he's got so. some history there do you think that he was the only do you think that that history plus maybe he's the only guy that wants that job does anyone want that job i'm sure Jacques who would want to come into that? that situation why wouldn't he Jacques yeah, he's, and he's right coached there. Ben
4: Simmons before, and he's coached KD and Kyrie. Before, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, like Jacques, but Jacques are
3: already on the
2: bench, right? right? And he coached them in the bubble, you know, in, in 2020.
3: All right, but obviously the Nets want someone more established, and is a big. Yeah, but name.
2: Last year wasn't last year his fir- last year was his first year as a head coach. Yeah, it's yeah, not he like he's great, that established. That took he, should, him all, the no, he
4: the, all the way to the finals.
2: I understand, but yeah. I mean, he's got one year of coaching experience. It's but that was not an like amazing, was a
4: great year. Head coaching experience, one year
3: of head coaching yeah, experience. Yes. But he's been around as an assistant. So he was a wasn't he an assistant coach on the Spurs, which we know is what highly regarded, right? Then he came to the Nets under Nash. There's. Still, I mean, he definitely. If if you take away, if you take away, the uh, whatever happened with him, he's one of the highest regarded young coaches in the game. Just based but, off the but,
2: last. But you can't take that away now, though. That, I mean, the that, Nets that's,
3: that's can. Hanging. The Nets can.
4: They send a the memo out to all their female employees before they <laughs> announce this uh, announcement. I mean, and, I can't. Uh, you know, this is. They let it leak out. It's
3: going to be a disaster.
2: It's I, I, honestly, I'm here for every second of it. I can't get enough of it.
3: I, if I you were a parent, it. would you let your kids root for that team?
2: And Kyrie,
3: Kyrie played like shit tonight. He was. like Would two you or let 12. your kids root for that team? I don't see how you could. Are those role models for young Nets fans?
2: But if you, if you, I mean, if you've been looking at Twitter, like there's a lot of people standing up for him, though.
3: For Kyrie, a lot of
2: people. Yeah. Yeah, not anybody established. I mean, but you know, who knows? They're just they could just be Twitter trolls. But people saying they're coming for him, like they came well, for Kanye. And
4: here's where I have a problem. He's up with him, and it's more after than the initial promotion of the uh, of the book. If he would have came out, and you know, he tweeted, you know, I don't know, I don't remember if he if, did he like it or did he did he tweet a link to it.
2: He tweeted it was just the link. There was no words or anything. It was the picture. It was like okay. a picture, and it was the link.
4: So for whatever reason, he did that, and he did it. And I'm not gonna fucking hate the guy just for that alone, okay? But then when he's confronted about it, and he has the opportunity or the chance, and realized you know all this stuff that it stirred up, but all this negativity and this hatred and racist aspect and the anti semitism. That's your chance to make some type of apology, make something up. Or, you know, if you want to say that you, you know, wanted to expose more stuff that, that's out there, whether you believe in it or don't believe in it, but I'm sorry if it offended anybody. I don't feel that way. Not once did he come out really and to do that.
2: No, not at all. He did with the Alex Jones stuff. He did right. say that he doesn't. Although he he said he doesn't believe any of the Sandy Hook stuff, but he said the the Alex Jones thing I tweeted out was a video from the 90s that talks about secret societies. He and He still doesn't in the believe United any States. of the
4: Sandy Hook stuff. No,
2: no, no. He like he he doesn't, oh, he doesn't no. believe no. that Alex Jones. Alex Jones. What Jones, Jones was right. doing. Okay. Yeah. But he said I, the video is about secret societies and occult, and that stuff is true.
3: Oh, we know Kyrie's very into that stuff. So f-
2: fucking again. He, he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room I, I don't understand why I, I don't get it but you're right Barry he, all he's done is double down yeah he, he refuses to have any self-reflection and uh, he sucked on the court tonight and they lost and they're what two and six now
3: and hopefully where he does he rank here where does he rank in basketball jersey sales this year That's a good question gotta find that out for next time All right Blandy well that's
2: the way. The basketball bounces.
3: All right, guys, that's going to do for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to me. It's a hardneckslife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at, hardnickslifebarry, at barry at barrydorken and Blandy, at Blandy Hooper. And as always, you can call us. That's right, 516 33 Mesh 1.
4: That's 516 336 3741.
3: Head on over to hardnickslife.threadless.com if you want to get some of our merch. Right, guys? That's right. Yes. Uh, Ralph says it is a very comfortable hoodie that we sent him. And then Dicky started asking, where's mine? So, Dr. Dicky, what do we have to say to Dr. Dickie?
4: H-A-R-D-K-N-I-C-K-S-L-I-F-E-threadless.com.
3: Oh. <laughs> That's where you go, Dr. Dickie. You send me some fucking cookies, Dr. Dickey, and I'll get you a hoodie. How does that sound? Yeah, a little barter. Like that. Yeah, yeah. I going like on. That. Send me a little some crumble cookies and a t-shirt, I'll get you a hoodie. All right. It's a hard next life at gmail.com. I'll give you my address. Um, Barry, what's the upcoming schedule? Well,
4: Wednesday night, back at the garden against Atlanta, a little uh, rematch from 2 years ago playoffs. A lot of history there. And again, like somebody else mentioned, we'll see how they do. Against the team, I wouldn't call them an elite team of the East, but certainly a team that's going to be right around where your competition level is. So let's see if we can uh, if we can get a win here. Uh, then we got you know four tough matchups in a row. Uh, Philly on Friday night, uh, the first of a back to back when we are at, uh, home against Boston, and then just a little taste further ahead. You got Minnesota, and then you got who we were just
3: talking about Brooklyn. Tough stretch. Next Wednesday. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like it's kind of torture for Knicks fans. Back-to-back games against two point guards that Knicks fans really wanted this offseason. Donovan Mitchell and now DeJounte Murray, right? I mean, those were the, the two top of the wish list for a lot of Knicks fans beyond Jalen Brunson. I uh, figured you should do that news, uh, ba- not news, schedule, Barry, because Jason just spent eight minutes doing the Brooklyn Nets news. <laughs> so that's us I give you your shot. You
2: can't, nice. you need time yeah. for that stuff. You can't just race through that
3: well done, man. All right, guys. Until next time, it is a hard Nick's
0: life.
2: It's a hard Nick's life.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for
1: B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.